It's six o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Traditional craftsmanship, timeless style. Online at BairdBrothers.com. News Radio 570, WKBN, Youngstown's News, Weather, and Talk Still. Cool your home this summer. Call Massa Heating in Girard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. A chance for a few showers or even a thunderstorm will stick around through this evening and overnight. Temperatures will fall back into the upper 50s. Watch for patchy fog into early Tuesday morning. Otherwise, skies will become partly sunny. A stray shower or rumble of thunder is possible. High temperatures in the mid-70s. In the Storm Team 27 Weather Center, I'm Alex George. Currently 77. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. All right. So how you doing, John? great how about you i know you're doing great i already know all right i'm doing <laughs> i'm i'm doing well how was the air show uh you know what it, it was i got i got a bipolar answer that it was unbelievably nice great i got there at the beginning of the uh a sunday you know when they were flying the the jets and pretend make versus uh one of our jets fighters but and then we uh we bought vip tickets to watch the uh Blue Thunder, and unfortunately, it rained cats and dogs, and we didn't get to see any of it. But I, I could see what an awesome event it was. It, I uh, I can't wait till it comes back. I, I I don't know if you can make a better air show than our air base out there because it's so quaint and, and little and small. You can really you can really see everything and really enjoy it. it it's an amazing and it's a free event. Unless you're going to go VIP tickets, it's a free event. Now, what does a VIP ticket get you? Uh, get you get you specialized seating, and uh, and that's that. It, right. I mean, I think on the other side of the VIP tent, it's it's uh, it gives you free food and drinks. But we just got the, we just got the specialized seating. Right. But did did you still have the shuttle parking and that kind of stuff? No, no. And that's the other thing is we got um, specialized routing as far as uh, we got specialized VIP parking, and then we got. Um, uh, a, a golf cart that shuttle us back and forth versus having to wait for a shuttle bus. So I don't know well, if it was worth the, 80 bucks. Yeah, you know but, what? Uh, I'll tell that? you something. Yeah, it was worth it because, you know, waiting on those buses, when it, when everybody wants to leave at the same time, it uh, it can tie you up for a couple of hours before you're able to leave when well, you're waiting waiting for the bus. And, you know, even when you're, when you get there and you're waiting for it, particularly, you know, like on Saturday, it was a hot day. I thought of the people, it was a really hot day. And so, you know, waiting to board the buses to get there or to get out of there. And then when you go to Sunday, the same thing. So yeah, was it worth it to get the golf cart and all that kind of stuff? And, uh, absolutely. They moved the show up on Sunday to like one o'clock or whatever. Yeah. That and, ended up being a downer for, that ended up being a, a malfunction because what happened was they were, pre- they were planning on the rain coming at three. So they moved the event up to one, but the weather didn't cooperate. The weather actually started at one twenty instead. And and, it, and when I say it rained, it rained it rained like cats and dogs. It was oh, a, yesterday, a downpour. Yeah. So 
it was just bad luck for for us. It just was. Um, but but, um, but, but uh, despite despite that, you're in good spirits to say, hey, it's a heck of an event, and looking forward to it next year, which is cool. You know, I was last week was a was a tremendous week. We did the here. I'm on the board of directors for the Red Cross, and we did the uh, Heroes event where we recognize people in the valley who have saved people's lives over the course of the year. So we had that at the air base that about the day before, and then, then obviously I went to the air show. I, I'm a little bit of a I'm a, I'm a little bit of a plane nerd. My dad, uh, we built models growing up, so I built B29, B17, B36, 52. I, I can I named all I can I just rattled off all the things about those planes, and of course my wife's like, all right, shut up, quit being an airplane nerd. But I was in heaven. I really was. I, I love that stuff, and it was so awesome to see Youngstown pumped up like that. You know, free event, class act, Air Force. It, it, it was wonderful, front to back. Just so you know, John, as a young man, I never built models, but I did date models, just as a side note. Well, that's the difference. You're a pimp like that, and I'm not. <laughs> but you know what? I, folks, I can tell you, Arnold's on a full belly tonight because I, because here's what Arnold does. He tortures me prior to coming on the air with 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 and, and with with his grueling expertise. And you know, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at that, John, and I'm thinking everything looks so damn good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you if you seen if you seen the uh my little print on my my, my apron there I did. The, the requirement is you gotta kiss the cook. Right. Well, I don't you know, know if you're it, up for that unless you're swinging. For sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. It looked pretty good to me. The uh, food down there. So you know, <laughs> hey, hey, Arnold, maybe a quick peck on the cheek. You never can tell. You know what I mean? There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now let me get. Let me go to the markets. Uh, the, you, there is a reason why you are. Um, I could tell you're in a good mood today, and to talk a little bit about what the market did today, why it did it, and what's going on. All right. Well. My favorite sector, and I've been preaching this since uh, the day after inauguration, was banking. And, and I look like such a stud on this. Like banking, if you look at a chart of KBE or XLF, which is the banking ETFs, financial ETFs, it was a straight-up bottle rocket from when the day that Donald Trump got elected till about the end of March. And we made a bunch of money, and then it, and then it really paled back significantly and, and really I, I don't really have a underlying fundamental reason why no one can really figure it out but it did so it took a lot of those gains back we still got and, and a lot of accounts we still got a gain but not like the other stuff and today financials really rock so it's, I'm, I'm still steadfast that's still my favorite sector if i if, if someone had to put a gun to my head and say where would okay. you invest your money and you had to make a profit over the next three years financials is where I would put my money. Right, and I know. Uh, and I, again, I, I could be wrong, I, but go ahead. I know you've been talking about it for a while, and yeah. I know, and I know you like the segment. Why did it do so well today? Is there any reasoning behind it? No, no, there wasn't really fundamental reasoning. I think it's just it's time. I mean, it, it, I think I, I'm always a little bit conspiracy conspiracy theorist where I think that big money drops things purposely so they can buy them low or short and then buy them low. In this case, I think it's one of those deals to where. You know, if you look at that, if you look at that chart on on XLF slash KBE, that son of a gun is straight up, and then and it was like I think it did like thirty three percent in like a four month window. And uh, I mean, how are you going to make any money if you're late to the party if you're buying in March and it's already at thirty three percent? So what I think happens is going to happen is, you know, quietly the Dodd Frank rule has been reformed. The Trump administration did that, and you're going to see banks be much more profitable, much more lenient in the lending. It, not not craziness to where it was in 2007, but probably 
to borrow a president's term, normalcy. So probably more normal in the fact that, you know, not everybody's trying to buy million-dollar houses on $60,000 a year paychecks. And also to the point to where you can't get a loan uh, without giving your, your, your blood type and your hair either. So I think the pendulum's coming back to the middle. Banks are recognizing that. And something that the banks have done, which I... As a shareholder, I'm really happy about it. As a consumer, I'm really pissed off about it. Is over the past six to eight years, the banks, right before your very eyes, are they're charging you more money, but they're giving you less service. So if you look, if you go to Chase, for instance, you used to be able to go to get six, eight tellers, nice, you know, quick service. Now you get two tellers. You got to wait in line, long periods of time, and then they're nickel and dime you a fee here and a fee there. It used to not be the case. So you're actually so for for a shareholder that's good because you're less payroll, more revenue, more profit. So uh, I think that's gonna that's gonna fall back on the stock shareholders, and I think you're gonna you're gonna be in good shape there if, if you're if you're if you're wise enough to invest in the financials. Good for you for listening. Good for you if you didn't listen to me and still did it on your own. I think I think think being the key word. I think you got a winner there. I really do. All right, you could be right, you could be wrong, as you say. I mean, you know, obviously it's just an informed, sure. it's an informed opinion. When you hear about how good a day it was today in the market, does it, uh, you know, once again, and, and we're hearing this a lot, John, does it make you concerned because, you know, when you're hitting these highs and that kind of stuff, what about next week or the week after that? Well, you just beat me to the punch, and, and just for the listeners out there, 100% of the show is ad-libbed. Nothing is planned. So <clears throat> I'm putting my line in the sand tonight. I think that this in the next couple of days, you hit the top of the market for the quarter. I do. I think the top of the market is here. I think you might, I mean, if you, you're a stock picker, yes, like I think you make some money on Amazon, some money on some of the FANG stocks like Facebook, et cetera. Again, that's high risk. So don't go investing your money because John will said on the radio, you can lose all your money too. So, but I think I think you're going to see a stock pickers market over the next two and a half months. I do, and ironically, I think tomorrow starts sol- uh, summer solstice. So usually stocks sell away in, in, in May. So I think we're a little bit late to the party here. But I do believe your top of the market is in. I do for the quarter. So uh, it doesn't mean you can't make money like I talk about stock pickers market. But if you're a fun guy, uh, in, or you're a, or an index person. I think you're going to have boring results. I really do. And here's one of those cool things. I hope I'm wrong. So if I'm wrong, great, because my my clients make more money. But if I'm if I'm right, we're going to go. And, you know, we're going to try to to shelter some of those gains. And I might look into the European markets that we talked about a couple weeks ago to maybe get some gains on that other side while waiting for the domestic markets to calm down and, and then pump up again. And you should see if if my charts read correct. You should see middle of, June, middle of June, bad July, middle of August, bad, and then really start to pump up for the third quarter uh, as far as get ready to buy some. That's what should happen. So, I, so to answer your question directly, which which a great question by the way, I think today's I think you have the top of the market. I do. All right, so so it, it, that's not something that bothers you, though. It, it just to sound like a goofball. You sometimes look forward to that, don't you? I do. Well, you know, I, I'm, I always talk about like I like when we get three or five, three to five percent declines. 
And people say, well, scratching their head, well, what do you talk like? What kind of bozo am I investing my money with? Most we get a decline. Well, if you don't get a decline, you get a bubble. That is a, that, that's a fact. It's, there's no in between. You're going to get a bubble, and bubbles pop, and then all hell breaks loose on Wall Street, and then everybody hates their financial advisor. That's just how the circle goes. But if you get three to five percent uh, safety valve, so to speak, to where you know they're letting the air out of the balloon a little bit and saying, hey, let's let let the, let's let this thing run a little bit more, that's going to carry us to maybe the ne- another thousand points in the Dow. So I'm all for those pullbacks. I'm all for those healthy pullbacks. Now, do I want you know? January 2016s again? No. Where it fell 18% one month? Hell no. But am I all for 3-5% pullback? Yes, give it to me all day long. We've had a nice quarter. We've made some money this past year. Uh, right now, we're on track to have a 16-18% stock market if it continues to roll like it has been, and that's not healthy. Because I've seen that, I've seen that pattern. I've seen that, that, that jungle before, and it is not, it's not a fun market to be in when it blows up. You just never know what's coming. We're talking with John Arnold's uh, Truth and Investing Show, News Radio 570 WKBN. And we're talking about another grand day on the stock markets. What's it now? What is the challenge that you have? You are always accepting and getting new clients. I mean, you know, people are always taking their money and bringing it to, to you. Uh, are you, for those new investors that you acquire, uh, sideline sitting then basically till that downward yeah. trend happens? Yeah. And, and, and you know what sucks about that is it's, it, it's hard on both parties. Yes, is the answer to you. Um, so you know, any money that we've gotten the past three weeks, it's just been sitting stagnant. It's true. It's collecting dust, and people are saying, "Well, how can you be doing that?" You know, you know the market's been up. Well, it's you, you really put it in perspective. The market's been up a couple percent. Let's let's be honest with each other. You might have missed out on some dividends, but man, if we miss out on a four to six percent pullback and buy you in low, I promise you, in September, you ain't going to be saying that same story. So, I got to be prudent. I gotta be. I gotta be disciplined. The, the D word is the key word there. Discipline is everything in the stock market. If if you had a if you had a gun to Warren Buffett's head right now, and I couldn't prove this, but I would. I believe that he said, "Would you invest all your assets in the stock market as we speak today?" I believe he would say, "Absolutely not." The reason is because I'm fearful when everybody else is greedy, and I'm not a big Warren Buffett guy. I'm not a fan of him. Uh, I think his. I think his title of invest style investing has kind of passed them by in today's world, but he does have something there. If you have if you have an old Ben Franklin T chart and you say, Hey, you know, does it make sense to invest money now? Or wait it out a month, a month and a half and maybe get in some other stuff and they can carry you until this thing uh, until this thing comes down a little bit. Uh, I, I think that I think the T chart's gonna point to be prudent. I really do. So and then so I treat my clients' money as if it's my own. Would I invest my money aggressively right now on the top of the market? And that answer is no with a big end. So uh, that's how I feel, and, and I would reverse the same question to you, Ron. If, you know, if, if you had a $500,000 to invest right now, would it make sense for you to go into a high-aggressive portfolio at the top of the stock market? I, I confess to everybody, I totally and completely agree with your statement in a sense of yeah, a, a prudent a prudent money manager will be doing exactly what you say to do. The, a prudent money manager will say, I'm not going to take, let's say, whatever, you know, just for numbers, let's say $10,000 and put it all in the market so that, let's say, a day later or a week later, 
uh, or maybe two weeks later, instead of 10000 you now have 8000 you're in a hole, and you've got to wait for that to come back up just to get your initial investment. Nothing, I think, troubles an investor more than seeing them lose some of their initial investment real quick. So, no, I totally, I think that's the sign of somebody that genuinely has your best interest as an investor at heart because they're saying, listen, I'm going to let it sit for a while because the time to dive into the pool is not now. I say beware of people that put it in because they're being paid a commission or because they're they're doing something like that. That is what I would find troubling, just from my perspective. Well, I appreciate that candid answer. And, and again, that's not a pre-programmed answer. If you'd have told me differently, I'd have respected that as well. I, I, I appreciate that, and that's one of the reasons why, you're, you know, I know you're not going to agree with this, but you're a very successful business person in town. So I, um, I, uh, you know, I, I just, you hit it right on the, you hit it right on the mark. And I think the, the, the golden rule to any investment advisor, he or she is, if this is my mom and dad or my, my grandmother or grandfather, or even my own money, would I do the same exact strategy at the same exact time? And if that answer is no, then damn it, I'm not going to do it. And I don't care how much you beg and whine or, 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 or whatever you know say to get me off my strategy. I'm not going to change my strategy. There's a reason why you picked me. And it's like a health. It's like you ever notice that majority of the, the teams that were the, the owner of the football team is always in the head coach's ear. Those teams usually lose unless they have some crazy talent like Michael Jordan or, or, or one of those late Cowboys teams in the 90s. Other than that, those those teams always get destroyed because they won't let the coach perform their strategy. So it's the same thing. And sports align so so perfectly with the stock market. I, I have so many incredible analogies I could compare, but it would take four shows. But I will say this: if you look at <clears throat> if you look at some of the most successful companies and teams in history, they always let the coaches coach, and they very rarely change coaches. You look at the Celtics, the, the power teams in the Celtics. The Pirate teams and the Lakers. You look at the Steelers, you know, one of the most successful franchises in history. I, I, I could go on and on and on. The Yankees, all right? It, what's the common denominator there? They have the same coach, bad years, good years. They have the same strategies, and when they do change a strategy, it takes a lot of influence and a lot of strategy research for them to change strategy before they do it. And, 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 and I... I, I, I'm I mean enough to admit that maybe I would be considered maybe average to above average intelligence. I'm no genius. And um, I'm going to follow what geniuses do. And that's that's how I make up that gap. And all, and it's it's the same thing where people say, well, who, who would you mentor? Like, who would be your mentorship or who would you follow? I'm going to lay it on the line for you. Jewish people are the most successful people in business on earth. You can make fun of them all the way. To, you, could, you could say jokes all the way you want, all right? They are laughing all the way to the bank. I'll take those jokes on me any day of the week to be successful like them. So there's a if you look at the pattern of successful people along the way, what have they done and what have they done different along the way to be successful, the map is right there. They don't hide it. It really comes down to discipline and following a strategy, making a plan, plan your work, work your plan. And, and, and that's exactly how I invest my clients' money. Hey, this is the track. Maybe you agree with it, maybe you don't, but you know what? I'm the one who has to answer to you at the end of the day. And if you call, if you ask me three months from now, hey, why in the hell did you invest your money, my, my money, at the top of an all-time high in the market, when you knew there's a way better, better chance of losing money, then guess what? 
if I say, well, I didn't want to make you mad or, or I just had this feeling, that's not good enough. That's not what you're paying me for. You're paying me to make decisions that you will not make on your own. And that's where the line in the sand drops. So here's my line in the sand today. I think you'd be foolish to invest more money in the market. I will say I was wrong. If three weeks from now the market continued to pump up, I'm man enough to say that. But right now, I, I don't feel comfortable. I think something's coming down the line that's going to drop this market. I do. I think you have a 3 to 5% pullback in order, and, uh, and that's just the way I'm going to play it. And, and at a point like that, when you, when you think that, you know, and it's just speculation, when you think it's down or something, that's when you dive in, correct? Or when you would start to put your investors into it, depending on if you feel that the downward cycle is done. Let me, let me give you an example. <clears throat> like right now, Amazon is at an all-time high. It just bought off Whole Foods. Everything inside me says buy Amazon right now. But you know what? Just four days ago, I went to 930. So if you love Amazon and it, 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 at a thousand, you're gonna you're gonna want to marry it. You're gonna want to marry it at the, at the low nines. So my my point is is to to to, to add to what you just said. Yeah, you, let's 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 wait our turn. Let's buy it right. Let's be disciplined, and and let's make it happen when the time is right. Right. So we're talking with John Arnold, News Radio 570 WQN. Stand by for just a minute, John. On News Radio 570 WQN, I want to talk to you about the Italian village. And Gigi, John, here's an idea for you. You're over there, uh, in Canfield. But boy, if you, you're a family guy, you got a wife and kids and that kind of stuff. Folks, if ever you're on the run and you say to yourself, you know, I want to get something to eat. I know the kids want pizza and Gigi makes another great local pizza at the Italian village or especially pizza, John. I want to make a recommendation to all of you. It's the Italian village. I kid you not when I say everything is made fresh by Gigi's tender, loving hands right there at that location. He takes a lot of pride in what he does, the food that he makes for you, and he would love you to try it and taste it. You can not only get pizza, but you can also get sandwiches, salad, wings, and more. Seven days a week, dine-in, take-out, or local delivery. It's Italian Village where the focus is on fresh and homemade, delivering that big slice of Italy to your neighborhood. Stop in the Italian Village on 224 across from Old Navy and right next to Once Upon a Child in Plato's Home. Made uh, salads, they have them for you, including chicken salads, steak salad, calzones, stromboli, pasta entree, spaghetti, baked rigatoni, lasagna, eggplant parm, and chicken parm, all served with uh, side salads and garlic knots. Soups, they have those, subs, hoagies, euros, and lots of Italian village specialties. And uh, seven tables are outside in a fenced-in area now at the Italian village. The food is good. The prices are reasonable. It's like a Chipotle-like atmosphere. You can eat it there. You can call ahead and pick it up and take it home. The number for the Italian Village and GG is seven five eight zero 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 in Boardman on two twenty four across from Old Navy in the same plaza with Sprint. Once upon a child seven five eight zero 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 zero. I'm talking with John Arnold, and John is uh, the guy that calls him as he sees him. You know, there's not that I would like to call a program the No BS program, John, because you know you if you're looking for somebody to invest for you, you want somebody that is going to tell you that you know, like Jack Nicholson would say, you can't handle the truth. You want to tell your clients the truth when to get in when to get out and also with john he also monitors the money he will make the decision on whether or not to uh you know buy get out of it or buy something else without having to call you first because these decisions often have to be made very quickly talk just a second about that then i'll break oh yeah i mean you hit it right on the head if you're looking for someone to give you a hug and tell you what you want to hear i'm not your guy if you want someone that's going to care about you enough to tell you the truth and, and I'm not, and I'm willing to hurt your feelings to protect your money. You're that. That's it. 
and you just describe the show as it is. It's an educational show. Uh, and and I got to tell you, some of the clients, some clients actually come live with us for a couple weeks down in Florida. We develop strong friendships with our clients, but that is not number one. I have clients that we get in arguments because they want to do something in their portfolio, and I refuse to do something that's going to hurt them unless they force me to. Uh, I'm just not. A, I'm not afraid to make a decision, and I'm going to do what I got to do to make you money. So right, but uh, but on the other hand. Show. Right. On the other hand, you do have clients that are pretty sharp investors, and sometimes, as you said oh, to me on a show, you, yeah. you will embrace some of their ideas because they just make sense to you as well. John Arnold's... Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, a great, that's a great intro on that, yep. All right, stand by. We'll come back right after this. And we got the Indians at 640. I'll give you some phone numbers out more. Put John on hold. Steve, we'll come back in a minute. This is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN. Hey. For your home or business, call Massa Heating and Gerard, your factory authorized Bryant dealer. Now, the Storm Team 27 forecast. A chance for a few showers or even a thunderstorm will stick around through this evening and overnight. Temperatures will fall back into the upper 50s. Watch for patchy fog into early Tuesday morning. Otherwise, skies will become partly sunny. A stray shower or rumble of thunder is possible. High temperatures in the mid-70s. In the Storm Team 27 Weather Center, I'm Alex George. It's now 76 degrees. For news on demand, go to 570WKBN.com. Brought to you by Donnell Ford. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. Now back to the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. From News Radio 570 WKBN, of course, Monday nights at 6 o'clock, we talk with John Arnolds. We talk about uh, investing. And like you say, John, I mean, you know, you, you, you will sit down, just as so people know, you'll sit down with a future client or prospective client. You'll talk about, you know, you'll look at their age, look at their risk tolerance, come up with a, por- a, a, a profile for them that you think is a good profile for them and their investing investment. You will try to put them into the market when it's the best time to get in the markets. Uh, not at a high or something like that. And you also, John is the type of guy that monitors this. You know, he doesn't put it in, forget about it, and then say, well, I'm going to go try to find the next client. He monitors that situation, and then if you feel a segment's in trouble or something, without calling a client, you can sell out of that segment and, and go to the sidelines or go somewhere else. You're truly an active money manager. Talk about that and tell people where you're located in your phone number. Well, you did a beautiful job of describing exactly what I do. The, the one thing I got to emphasize is I'm I'm really into helping people. So a lot of this doesn't happen a lot, but say two out of people that visit us, I end up just telling them, "Hey, let's do these things. Uh, let's do it on your own outside of my services. Get you built back up, and uh, we we do that for free, obviously, and to help them out because we're all about helping people out. Second thing is my phone number three three zero nine six five nine eight nine zero. Give us a call. We'll get you a free consultation. We're we're accepting new clients right now, and uh, check out the website at www.jewealth.net. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Tribe is next.